We're back. It's Sarcasm Speaks. Uh, it's Jared and Bob again. They're on YouTube, and you're like, they're wearing the same thing. It's because we're doing another show. We're back. I have a, I have a sweatshirt on yeah. this time. <laughs> oh, I wasn't wearing this before. Well, I'm still wearing the same shirt. So but I generally uh, leave this down here. So I'm always wearing this. <laughs> yeah. So um, I do want to give a quick shout out to uh, to Vinny, a uh, friend of the show here. Uh, he almost came on this episode uh, to talk about how poorly he was doing in our weekly Sarcasm Speaks Pick'em which now that I say that, I realize we didn't talk about it on the last episode. So I'm going to open with it and say, you can still join. Um, you yep. can still jump into the weekly Sarcasm Speaks Pick'em, uh, six bucks a week. Uh, you can, you know, obviously $5 goes towards the winner and then a dollar goes in the season long pool. Uh, week one is almost in the books. It will be in the books by the time you hear this. Week two will be in the books by the time yeah, you hear be time this. For, it'll be time for week two picks by the time this comes out. Yeah. yeah. No, it'll so be time for week three picks. Week three picks. Oh, shit. Week three picks, yeah, by the time this yeah, comes out. Yeah, so I mean, out. you can, anyone that wants to join, you just, more or less, you'd be trying to win weekly, I guess. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, you could probably come back um, if you hit at a high rate. Should we have an option for people to join like after week three to just give nope. $5 nope. a week? No, it's nope. $6 a week. Nope. Okay. It's six right. bucks because I want it, it's, it's more or less anyone that is going to play and contribute is going to contribute towards the season long for okay. whoever, whoever wins that. Yeah, no, that, that was, out. that was the um, reasoning for doing the six and one for doing the six and splitting it as like five and one. Is yeah. Because if, if people only want to do like a week here or a week there, it's like you're going to give a whether I mean, again, if someone does five weeks, you only gave five bucks, but you're going to give something to the people who are playing every week. Right. Right. That's fair. No, that's a That's a that's yep. a good point. Um, so, yeah, Vinny was going to be on here to talk about his awful week one, uh, because at one point. Vinny was over in the pick'em. Um he has since flipped it around and won uh three three picks. But as it stands uh going into Sunday night football in week one, uh we have a three-way tie for first place uh between Sean Murph and Benedict Arnold. Uh, and then there's oh, he's such a loser. Then there's five of us that are tied for second, and you and I are part of that five. Yeah, so. see, this is why I don't check till Monday because there's too many permutations to be settled. Yeah. Tonight. Well, now it's like you don't even check until almost Tuesday morning because we're doing Monday night football this year. Yeah, but either way, like I could usually see like yeah, you it, have an it, idea like of it, how it's it, going to go. Tonight, tonight's the big inflection point because I'll know exactly who is in the running. Um, yeah. Can we see people's tiebreaker points? Yes. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Which, you'll, so, which is interesting. So, I'll throw this out don't here. Tell me we're gonna, don't tell me we have a tie. Uh, no, but there's a potential. So... Here's the there's a three-way tie for first place right now. Um Sean and Murph both have 
Tampa Bay and Denver. They have Tampa Bay tonight and Denver tomorrow. Yep. James has Dallas and Seattle. So of the three, two of the three have the exact same picks. And also, not only are Sean and Murph both on Tampa and Denver, they both have the tiebreaker total at 46 points. Sick. Yeah. So we might not need it, right? Like it might, we might not have to get, Yeah, to we'll that see point, what happens but... after tonight. Yeah. Cause I can, cause I can always. So we're rooting for a Dallas, a Dallas cover. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, again, if it's. But then Benedict Arnold wins. Whatever. Don't care. <laughs> Someone's got to win. It's probably going to be me this week. I'm also not looking. Yeah. Until tomorrow. So I think that, nope, there's no chance. J- well, James and I could tie. See, if like, Tampa, this if is Tampa covers this is too, this is and then much. Seattle covers, then James and I would tie. This is, this is too much. Yeah. And there's still a lot to go with two games left. That's the best part about the pool. You never know what's going to happen until it happens. <laughs> It's just like some might say, wow, that's just like life. <laughs> that's so philosophical. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, so we get some uh, we get some interesting, interesting things that have been happening, uh, you know, in the last 10 minutes, not really in the last 10 minutes. That's that's a I'm being facetious, but um, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of happenings. Um, so we've been big proponents on this show. Uh, for years now, if you've been with us and you've been uh, listening to us, um, I, I guess I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know why you probably hate yourself so much that you listened to us uh, over the last you know, three years that we've been doing this. But in that time, we've talked a lot about aliens, right? And a lot about UFOs. And throughout the timeline, you know, we had that point where, um, and time doesn't make sense to me anymore. Was it this past April or was it April in 2021 where the government, the U S government came out and was like, yeah, no UFOs are real. I want to say, I want to say it was 21. I think it was also 21 too. So roughly April of 2021, the United States government comes out and says, uh, oh yeah, by the way, UFOs are real, but they changed the name. They call them UAPs. Uh, unidentified aerial phenomenons, right? Not not unidentified flying objects. So whatever. Well, over the last you know year and a half, there's been all kinds of commotion for you know regarding UFOs and aliens. Like it's been there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on. Well, recently the Pentagon has changed its tune. And the Pentagon has come out and said they will no longer be releasing new videos of UFOs. They said, we're done. We're not doing it anymore. We did it for the last 18 months. We told you guys they were real. Uh, We have some footage that's been coming out. We've talked about it. Not anymore. Because now, um, what happened was uh, the the government transparency site, the Black Vault, which I've never been on, but uh, it's a government transparency site, apparently. So the Black Vault submitted a FOIA request, which is the Freedom of Information Act, 
So they request they sent in a FOIA request for UFO videos. The United States Navy said that declassifying any other videos of UAPs would quote harm national security. So last year, the government's like, yep, nope, they're real. We have the footage. Here's a bunch of footage on them. Let's talk about them. Let's put it in the news. 18 months go by. Some stories pop up here and there. People talk about aliens, UFOs, all this stuff. Yeah, we know. We get it. They're real. They exist. And now, it's like September of... 2022, the government says, "Yeah, we're not going to talk about this anymore." And because weren't they supposed? But weren't they supposed to release all their info? Yeah, I think they did. Well, did they? If they're going to not hold, release any more info, like, like am I? Like, well, they're not going to release any new info. Uh, so everything that came out already came out. Okay. And now, like, I think there was like it was like a 750 page fucking thing. Um, or 7,000 page thing. I don't know. It was some absurd amount of fucking information that came out. And now they're like, yeah, we're good. We're not doing that anymore. Because national security. (laughs) So I wonder, now again, this is just a fun conspiracy theory. I don't necessarily, I don't know if I really even believe this, but it's fun to pontificate, right? Um, I wonder if in the last 18 months, right, since they came out and released all this information, if they kind of figured it out, like if they kind of figured out what these really are, who they belong to, and if they are extraterrestrial, if they actually made contact with them. I'm, I see. Yeah, I'm like right. Like it's think, a fun what, story. So, like so I don't what, know if I really believe it, but like why else would they say yes? UFOs are real. Here's all the information that we have on them, and then 18 months later, be like, yeah, we're not going to tell you guys any new stuff anymore. Yeah, it's got to be too juicy. Yeah, it's national security. So that's what I mean. Either they figured it out, right? Like they're they're like, because I've heard, I've heard a lot of really funny theory. Well, not fun. Well, yeah, I guess funny. Some different, um, an interesting theory that I've heard about some of these is that they're actually time travelers, right? Like it's not aliens. It's just people like time traveling that are just sloppy and like get caught time traveling, and it's like, hmm, that's. But they're not like, obviously, they're not getting caught, caught, right? Because we're, we haven't been like, oh, there's humans in there. They're time travelers. It's like, oh, they must be aliens from some other galaxy because we can't see inside of the, the crafts. Um, but I thought that was an interesting one, that it could be time travel. Um, that is just kind of sloppy, right? I don't know. Truthfully, I don't know what they are, but I feel like the government might know now, which is why they're they're going back to 
the whole, we're not talking about this anymore. Yeah. I mean, so the only problem is now I'm not educated enough to, uh, really figure out like why. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're hiding. They're hiding something. (laughs) Just don't know what it is. How fucking, how lackluster would it be if they were really just time travelers though? Like if the government just kind of figured out like, ah, shit, they're time travelers. That means we figure out time travel in the future. All right, well, how do you do it? So, So there's another thing, right? That there's a weird theory that I heard. I forget. It was some physicist astrophysicist or someone, maybe it was Neil deGrasse Tyson, but they said, so whoever it was said that the moment time travel is invented, time itself cease to exist because time is no longer linear, right? Because theoretically, if you live in a time where time travel is possible, there's no such thing as like, six hours from now, because you can just go back 150 years. So you're to, to steal a little bit from, um, <laughs> in Avengers, uh, end game when the, the Bruce Banner says like all that time travel you see in movies is bullshit because like your future is your future. So if you go into the future, uh, I'm sorry, if you no, go if you into, go the, into past, the past, if you go into the past, that past becomes your future. And when you're there, it's your present. So like your the current present becomes your past. past, even though it's in the future. And it's like this, it's this whole thing, right? Because you you look at it like time relative to the person is linear, right? Like if I experience time, six hours from right now is six hours from right now for me. But if in four hours, I hop in a time machine and I go back to 1776 so I can watch Ben Franklin become the first president and invent invent electricity. Then freedom six hours from now for me is 1776. So that means that 1776 is in the past, but it's my future. And then when I'm there, it's my present. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what they're saying. Like the moment that time travel is invented, time just doesn't, exist anymore like there's no such thing as time because it can just shift and be manipulated which is the argument as to why time travel can't be done and has never been accomplished if you could if you could time travel would you go back or would you go forward uh back I don't want. I, I, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't know. Want to know what's forward? The, the what's it? What's happened just in the last thirty years? Like I don't need to know what's going to happen. It. I, I know it's not going to be good, right? Like I know it's not going to be good. I'd rather go back to a time where it's like I know was good. Yeah, it's the known versus the unknown, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm good. But like I said, we've been trending downward in the last thirty years. I don't need to go hundred and thirty years into the future. But I it think it's we- it's interesting. It is weird to think too, like 
can you like, you know, obviously like bookmark, like, you know, today here, this time, whatever, can you go back to 1990, whatever, buy a bunch of Amazon stock, have it, own it, whatever, come back to now. And then like, does that work? Like, I, I don't even know. I don't know either. What happens to yourself, your body, right? In that time period, it's almost like there's a gap in time. Well, because theoretically, like, what did you do for the last 30 nothing. years? Well, see, no, no. See that that that's movie time travel. Right. Because no, that's if, true. If I'm sitting here wearing these clothes right now yep. and I go into my my time traveler. Yep. And I go back. And I'm walking around like a fucking weirdo because no one wears clothes like this. Which I'm not wearing anything crazy. They probably do. And then. You know, I buy a bunch of Amazon stock and I hold it with a bank that still exists now. And like, I can keep the account and all that. Yeah. If I take myself and I just shoot myself back here, there is yeah. no version of me. Right. No, that's true. Anymore that's because true. It's, it's me and the one I am. Right. Yeah. So you're that. If and I, that's where time I travel a, gets crazy. If I drew a five in a timeline. Right. If I drew a, if I drew a five and a zero on my cheeks and I went back and they were like, I'm like, uh, hundred grand worth of Amazon, please. And they're like, what's with the five and the zero on your face? Oh, I just came from a football game. And then I <laughs> hop back in time travel. And I come back to right here, right now, I yeah. should still have the five and the zero. No, absolutely. Because your, your time is relative to you. Yes. So you are moving linearly. But where you're jumping on the timeline of where like the world, yep. it changes. Yep. So that's like what I was just saying, like in a six hour time span, like you're six hours older, but you could have gone back to 1992, bought Amazon stock, then went back to 1969 to watch Woodstock and then go back to 2022 and you've only aged six hours, but you've experienced all of these different time things. Right. And it's like, if you're going to die at a hundred, you're still going to die at a hundred. Correct. So yeah. it's like, if you're not going to stay in a linear timeline, you got to keep track of your shit. Yeah. You know what the, the really weird and interesting thing about this, and I'm not smart enough to figure out this and figure out the difference. So as it stands right now, right? Like time travels, not, not possible. Correct. Um, and then, like I said, there's the whole thing that as soon as it becomes invented, time kind of falls apart. However, there is a way to time travel right now. We just haven't, we haven't been able to develop something that is capable of it because what you need to do is you travel at or near the speed of light. So. If you travel at the speed of light, again, time is relative. So like your time passes by slowly. So like you could travel at light speed for, I don't know, uh, 4 million light years, right? Well, you just traveled 4 million light years in, I don't know, call it like fucking... 
six hours. Like, I don't know how long, I don't know the conversion time, but let's just say uh, it's six hours, right? So you have only aged six hours, but when you travel 400 million light years and then you turn around and come back 400 million light years again, you're now 800 million years in the future because you're moving so fast, your time is relative to the speed that you're traveling at. And we on earth are not. So like theoretically, if you go 400 million light years out, turn around, come 400 million light years back, like earth might not even be there because you've just traveled 800 million light years, which is the whole thing. Like when, when, um, what are they called? Astronomers, right? When, when they talk about the stars in the sky, when they say they're a million light years away, you're actually looking into the past a million light. Cause it took it. That shit is so fucking far away. It took light a million years to get to our eyes here on earth. So what we are actually seeing is a million years ago. For some of these, some of these, it's like 500 million years ago. So like in the current present time, like that entire fucking sun might be dead, right? It might've blown up, might've become a black hole, might've done whatever, but like, we're looking at it, but again, it's so far away. It took light 500 million years to get here. So what we're seeing is actually 500 million years ago. It's fucking nuts. Yes, but, why can't why can't we do it yet? Yeah. <laughs> uh yes, we're not smart enough. Yeah, we're not nearly smart enough. But it's the whole Einstein theory of relativity, right? It's time is relative. Time is relative to you. Um so like I said, if you travel at or close to the speed of light, you theoretically will age slower than people on earth, right? So it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting like experiment to think of um, like fighter pilots, right? Because fighter pilots also don't have very long careers either. Like Tom Cruise and Top Gun is a fucking fake. Like no one's a fighter pilot for 40 fucking years. Like you got like probably 15 years or less on average. Um, they're not, they're not letting 60 year olds get in a fucking F 16. <laughs> like it's, that's not how that works. Wow. Um, so, but if someone was a fighter pilot and you flew in that plane every single day and got to, you know, Mach three, would you age slower than the average person? Like if you had a twin, right. That'd be a cool twin study because the, the twin studies are really interesting. But like if you had identical twins and you put one of them in an F-16 every single day, they fly at Mach 3 for a cumulative of, you know, eight hours, which is a miserable fucking existence. <laughs> you spend eight hours of your day in a fucking fighter jet, but whatever. How long before you would, I wonder how long before you would notice like discernible aged, aging differences. Like maybe Mach 3 or Mach 5, however fast he's, maybe that's not even fast enough, right? Because that's just three times the speed of sound. And the speed of light is way fucking faster than the speed of sound. So maybe it's not even fast enough. 
yeah, the speed of smell, it depends. <laughs> depends on what's being smelt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. it's a bunch of like random thoughts and like dumb things that I think of sometimes. That's definitely a uh, hits blunt moment. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to do fucking psychedelics. <laughs> well, maybe uh, maybe Jones can can set something up. We can drink a bunch of Robitussin. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's a, just a way worse hangover. <laughs> oh, it's awful. <laughs> just like Remember- absolutely ruins your stomach remember when we were kids and they used to tell us in the dare program that if you did drugs it would burn a hole in your brain <laughs> no dude i didn't i wasn't in um, oh yeah you went to i Catholic wasn't in school. public school yeah it's so funny <laughs> thinking about like some of the shit they used to tell you in the dare program and it's like if you smoke weed like you'll fucking you'll fuck up your entire life and they would do these like worksheets and it would be like johnny smoked a little bit of weed and then by thursday he was addicted to heroin and his whole life was thrown away and it's like happens in minutes dude really huh like that's 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 what you're telling me like that's what we're telling these kids like you're trying to like scare them into not doing drugs like some drugs are really fucking fun like did, I actually heard this on a on an episode of Rogan not too long ago. He was talking to one of his guests and he said that his kids will talk to him about drugs because he's got a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old, I think. Um, and he's like, yeah, like, you know, the kids at school will talk to them because they listen to the show or their parents listen to the show. And then they go to them because they go to school together. And so they come to me about questions about like drugs or whatever. And Rogan was like, basically what I tell them is just don't do any of the drugs that are really addicting and that will ruin your life. But like, there are some drugs that are fine, like weed, mushrooms, like LSD, like those drugs are typically fine. No, dude, because um, remember, LSD stores in your spinal cord. So if you ever like break your back, you'll be on a permanent trip. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Or every that this this is the the most hilarious thing that I never realized was just complete bullshit until we got to college. Because one of the things they used to say, right? There's that story that oh, this guy went on an LSD trip. And he got stuck. And now he thinks he's a glass of orange juice. And I heard that same story from like three or four different people in college that all went to different high schools or different, you know, public school all across the state. And they were like, oh, yeah, we had a guy who thought he was he was a glass of orange juice, too. And then I go. Wait a second. What are the odds that four random cities all across the state of Massachusetts, all had someone that had a bad acid trip that got stuck. And now they just walk around thinking they're a glass of orange juice. I go, extremely unlikely. That's very unlikely. I think that's a bullshit story. Like, that's a bullshit, like, dare story that's just made up. Like, dare is such a fucking bullshit program. 
but like I said, there's, there's nothing wrong with weed. There's nothing wrong with mushrooms. Uh, psilocybin is fine. They use psilocybin to treat fucking depression now and PTSD. Like heroin, not great, right? You don't want to do heroin. <laughs> like no one, no one has ever just tried heroin, right? Like no one's like, oh yeah, I'll just try it once. That's not how that works. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not a thing, right? Like <laughs> I did it once and every day since. Yeah. Like I would probably draw the line at like ecstasy. Now I've never done ecstasy, but like I hear a lot of people talk about it and like, it's the worst thing that happens is like, you like touching things and you like hugs. Like how, like imagine that, like how bad is a drug that makes you want to hug everybody? Yeah. Right? Like that's sensory. what you, that's what you hear. Like for people that do ecstasy or MDMA technically is what it is. Like people that are on MDMA, like all they want to do is like hug things. Like, is that really that bad? I don't know. It's not must like, be, must be awful. It's not like Coke where like people get coked up and they like rob a fucking bank or <laughs> you know what I mean? Or they get into like a crazy fight. Like that's not, not awesome. Right. Like, but someone does MDMA and was like, wow, man, like, I love you. <laughs> like, like they just get annoying and like try yeah. and fucking hug you. That's you know what, what it mean? sounds. It sounds fucking annoying. Versus like someone that does coke and like doesn't shut the fuck up and like you want to just punch them in the face. But before you can That's... do that, they punch you in the yeah, face. I was gonna say. <laughs> definitely not going to win that one. Yeah. So it's like. I don't know, like bath salts. You definitely don't want to do that. You don't no, want to be eating eat, people's faces yeah, off. Yeah, they'll eat, they'll eat your face off too. Yeah, PCP is no no bueno. Like, there's a lot of shit that's like, don't fuck with that. But like, like I said, weed, mushrooms, which is psilocybin, really. DMT is fine. It's like a super intense trip, but it only lasts for like 10, 15, 20 minutes. You know? I think that's yeah. I think that's another thing is duration. Remember when? Remember when they also used to say that you used to um, you would store weed in your fat cells. Yeah. Or like you would, or alcohol, like weed and alcohol, you would store them in your fat cells. So if you like worked out hard enough, you'd get high or drunk or something. Do you yep. remember hearing that? Yep, I remember that. I remember. I remember hearing that. That was a, another crock of shit. <laughs> yeah. I thought that's where you were going when you were like the, the glass of orange juice, man. But I was like, I kind of remember you then people saying, I forget if it was weed, alcohol or both. Yeah. It was like, oh, you store it in your fat cells so that when you work out and you burn fat, you get drunk or high. Yeah. And people would, um, again, this is dare. They would try and scare you and be like, yeah, if you do any of these drugs once, at any moment in the future, you can just snap back and have a relapse. And then it's like, wow. Like as a child, that's terrifying. But yeah. as a, as an adult, I'm like, I've smoked a lot of weed and eaten a lot of edibles in my lifetime. I've never been sitting at work on a Wednesday afternoon at like one o'clock be like, Oh my God, I just randomly got high again. That doesn't happen. Like that literally doesn't happen. Well, it's because you didn't do LSD and break your back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, 
Yeah. What is it like a glow stick? Like <laughs> you snap the glow stick and shake it up. It's like, that's your fucking uh, spinal column. Yeah. You snap it and the LSD just fucking goes again. Like, yeah. Fuck off. Never mind like, that that's someone so who, fake. Yeah. Never mind. Someone who breaks their back is probably going to be on painkillers. And that's why they're fucking high. Right. Those are not ideal either. Like you don't want to no. do pain pills. That's so that's the other thing. Like I, like you said, I would probably draw the line at, at MDMA. Um, and then anything else past that, like pain pills, fuck that. Like even I don't like I had, um, I had my wisdom teeth out in high school and they gave me, I forget whether they gave me uh, Percocet or Vicodin. It doesn't matter. But I remember I took one and I felt so fucking sick that I was like, I don't, I don't want that. I don't need them. And I ended up just taking um, like 800 milligrams of ibuprofen. And I was actually better in like a day or two. I actually, I healed up pretty quickly. Um, And then, I mean, I was a little sore. I was sore for like a week, but like after like a day, all my swelling went away. Cause you know, some people get like the fucking chipmunk cheeks and like the black eyes. Um, I didn't get any of that. So like I said, my swelling was probably gone in a day and I was probably like mostly pain-free after like three or four days. And I think I was back to eating normal food after like a week, maybe a week and a half. Um, so I actually, I think I had a pretty solid recovery, but yeah, I remember, I remember taking whatever it's called a Vicodin and just being like, like zombie, like, Oh my God. And I remember like my stomach just fucking hurt. Like, I, I don't think I was in pain. <laughs> <laughs> but like I can't really remember because that was what thir- 13 or 14 years ago. I think I was f- I think I was 16 when I had my wisdom teeth out, 16 or 17. Um so it was yeah, it was like almost 15 years ago. So I don't really remember how much pain I was in, but I'm pretty sure I took the Vicodin, couldn't feel anything, but like my stomach hurt so bad and I was like, I don't, I don't need that. So I don't know what we did with them. I probably, my mom probably fucking sold them to uh, someone or gave them to someone to sell. My mom didn't sell drugs, but she, I think she gave them to someone to sell or like give to someone or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, that'd be funny. Imagine my mom selling drugs. <laughs> but I had. I had generic Vicodin, whatever that is, hydrocodone or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I took them. I mean, I was fine. I do remember I drank. I was on. I actually I had the Kenny Powers. It was yeah. a, it was a Vicodin and two Miller. I think I had Miller Lights. It was like a Vicodin and two Miller Lights, and I was rocked. Yeah. <laughs> But like that's all I needed for the night. Yeah. Cause I was sitting there and I'm like, wow, this is fucking something. Yeah. There was um there was a time in college that the kids in uh in Sigma Chi, the fucking cool, all the cool kids in the frat, they like dosed one of the the, the kids in the frat, one of their brothers. Um, he was like drinking uh I think he was drinking like a pint of like Jack Daniels and one of the other kids took a Klonopin 
and like crushed it up and like put it in the pint and like gave it to him. So the kid like was drinking the Jack Daniels. Like, I think it was, it's college. So I think he had like the pint of Jack Daniels and a fucking ginger ale and was like swigging just back and forth from both. Cause that's the stupid shit you do when you're in college. And I think he got like halfway through the pint and like passed the fuck out. Yeah. No, that's like, what I figured would happen. He was, he was fucked up and they thought it was like the funniest thing ever. And I was yeah. like, okay, all right. It's cool. Yeah. I hung out with them a lot, but I never, uh, obviously never joined. I, I rushed one of the, so this is hilarious. Have I ever told this story? I mean, I might've told you this story, but so there was um, like, so my roommate, my freshman year college roommate joined Sigma Chi. Um, I don't know, probably second semester of freshman year. So I went to rush week with him and like hung out with all them, like met them, whatever. But like, I didn't join. And then there was a bunch of other kids like our freshman year that joined. So I was friends with them. So I had like, you know, four or five friends that all joined Sigma Chi freshman year. And then I, I just rushed and never did anything after that. So then the fall of sophomore year, I went to rush week again, like every single event and then just didn't pledge. And then I went to the spring and rushed every event and didn't pledge. And it got to the point where my fall semester of my junior year, I went to the rush again, just to like have fun and get fucked up and party. And they like pulled me aside and was like, dude, you can't do this anymore. Like you either need to not come to rush week anymore and like just hang out with us like randomly or you need to pledge. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll play the game. I'll pledge. So I go to rush week. I tell them I'm going to pledge. We get to the end of the rush week. They do this like bullshit fucking like fake ceremony where they like take you in the basement of the house and turn all the lights off. And they're like, do you want to commit to this or whatever? And like, we're going to offer you this position. Like, do you accept? And I looked at them and I was like, do I have to tell you right now? <laughs> and again, it's my friends, right? Like I've hung out with them for like three fucking years now. We're juniors in college. So I go, do I have to tell you guys right now? And they're like, well, we need to know by like tomorrow. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll let you guys know tomorrow. And then like, I leave the room, like they, I fucking go back to the party and like do whatever. And the next day rolls around. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to join. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, I still hung out with them. I was still friends with all of them, but like, I obviously never joined the fraternity and just kind of enjoyed the spoils without actually ever having to join. Well, dude, save yourself the trouble. Yeah. It was the dumbest thing ever. It was like, 600 bucks for the like as a college kid right like you have to pay i forget whether it had to have been 600 a year yeah not, I think a, that's not right. a semester no <clears throat> but it's like this whole stupid thing and you have to do like certain events and like i said like the the one fucking thing they like take you in the basement and turn all the lights off and like fucking someone walks in with a fucking sheet on their head not not a fucking not like the kkk like a like a fucking <laughs> 
that was a bad example. That was a bad choice of words on my part. But they walk in in like fucking a robe or something. Like something's like covering their face so you can't see them. But they're my friends. So I, I know their voice. Like I know who you are. You're talking to me. And it's like, it's just the whole fucking dog and pony show. And I was like, this is so stupid. I'm not joining the stupid fraternity when I can still hang out with you guys. And they're like, yeah, but like, then you can't come to like the secret events. And I go, oh no. <laughs> I'll still show up to all of your parties and get really fucking hammered. Yeah, but and, those secret events. Yeah, but like we do a lot more. It's a lot more. It's a brotherhood. All right, cool, man. Enjoy your brotherhood. I'm not going to talk to any of you motherfuckers once I leave here. That's yeah. for damn sure. Well, then they try and sell it to you like, oh, it's great networking, right? Like you can go and it's like, all right, cool, man. Like maybe. You know what I mean? Like maybe. Like Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Show me the exercise science people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whereas, no. Everyone, everyone's a comm major. Sick. Yeah. And that was and, uh, also I, back then when um, when the Saints were fucking hot. Because Drew Brees and Sean Payton were both in Sigma Chi. So they were like, oh, yeah, they're our brothers. And like they're brothers and they play together and that's their bond and all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure their bond is that it's a quarterback and a coach and they're both really fucking good at their job. And, like, and em employed by the same team. I'm pretty sure they don't do their stupid fucking handshake. Because that was the other thing. Like it was like some stupid like you like lock... I, I figured it out. I started doing the handshake with them. And like one time I got yelled at, they were like, you can't do that. And I go, yeah, but I know what it is. They're like you shouldn't. I go, well, I watch all you dickheads give each other this stupid fucking handshake. Like it was literally like you go to shake a hand, you like lock pinkies, like turn over, come up and do some other stupid. I forget what it is. It was like fucking 10 years ago, but it was, I remember the locking the pinkies part and then you do some other goofy shit. And like one, I, I they legitimately, one person legitimately yelled at me. They're like, don't ever fucking do that again. And I was like, okay, okay, pal, I won't do your hand, your secret, your top secret handshake ever again. What, um, what's their top secret hand job techno, uh, technique? Uh, they do don't, they, lock, they just, do they, lock they just pinkies? blow. They, they lock pinkies you. for that too. Yeah, no, they just use their mouths. <laughs> All right, I mean, teach their own. Yeah, fraternities are fucking stupid. Yeah, especially in Massachusetts, especially at Bridgewater State. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't think I would ever be like a fraternity person, but I can at least recognize that at real schools, they might have some value. Yeah. Even as far as you came with us to WPI, right? When we went to visit Dan. <laughs> I don't think I was with you, but I went with me and Jimo went. Yeah, me and Bill went. Did Vinny come with us? I thought maybe there I thought there was someone else with us, but it could have just been me and Bill. Me and I know me and Jimo went one year. Okay. Like we were we were freshmen. Bill didn't drink yet. Okay. So me and Bill went one year and um so it would have had to have been my sophomore year because that's when we were all in college and Bill was drinking and it, you guys were seniors. Yeah, because Dan was the president of his frat. Oh, okay. In, at WPI. And I remember like walking into this fucking like frat house and being like, holy shit. Like 
Now, again, since I've gotten older, I realized that WPI is, is not a real college. But at that time, when I walked into this frat house, I was like, wow, this is what a real college is like. It's like, no, they just have actual fraternity houses. Yeah. Um, but their, it was, setup, their setup was sick, though. Their setup was fucking unreal. It, it was nuts. They had a uh, they had a blue. They had like no, an, his name was, an old yeah, his name was Tuna. Yeah, Tuna. Yeah, but I mean, they had a blue, like an old guy in old school. Yeah. Um, they had Tuna. And I remember walking into their basement and their basement was a club. Yes. It was like a legitimate club with a full service bar. Like it was literally like you would, and they had a separate entrance that you could walk from outside to go right into the basement. And like they told us like, they would have parties like in the basement and the the brothers would just be like the bouncers at the door and like let people in. And there would be like a bartender serving at this fucking thing. It was wild. It was, it was a fucking club in the basement of this frat house. It was insane. The upstairs was nuts. It had like fucking 12 bedrooms or however many fucking bedrooms it had. Like it was insane. Oh Yeah. That was a that that was a mess. Yeah. Oof. Didn't they have a big room with a giant pool table in it too? Uh, that I don't know. I don't really remember that well. But yeah, I mean, for me, that was like fourteen years ago now. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I remember tuna. I remember the Milwaukee's best. Headies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoever their their source was, they could get Natty. Natty, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Keystone Ice in the black can. Yep. Milwaukee's best heavy. And I want to say old Milwaukee, but that could be wrong. That because I think that's what Red Foreman drank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. I remember oh. someone had pallets of fucking monster Javas. Oh, God. That's nuts. Yeah. That was a good time. And then it was funny, like, because obviously I worked in Worcester for a while. Um, my office in Worcester was like right around the corner from the WPI campus. And I'm like, would drive through it sometimes and be like, I like vaguely remember it. And then I saw the house and I was like, oh shit, there's the fucking house. And then like, I'm just driving around being like, what a dumbass. Like, remember when I thought like WPI was a real college? Like it's, there's like fucking three buildings. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is like, I don't even know. I don't even know what WPI is. That's the only time I've been there. Yeah. Was the two houses with the combined backyard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Other than that, no clue. None. Uh, all right. You want to start wrapping this up or do you want to run through one, one more, uh, one more piece of news? It's up to you. Uh, what, do you um, think? What, what time are we at? Uh, it's eight 30. What are we on the recording? Oh, I don't know. It, uh, zoom doesn't give us a, like a timestamp how long we've been going. Seems like a flaw in the technology. Yes. I would say. I don't know. We've been doing this a while. We can wrap this up. All right. Um, so this was a, this was a, uh, topic at work and it usually comes up and I know how I'm wired. So I'm putting this out there. Um, 
if I was retired, I sure as shit would not be finding or working a new job. <laughs> no fucking way. And I was like, I know my father's going to be prime example of that where he can't wait to retire and then find his new job. <laughs> I will not be that person. No way. No, how no fucking way. Now I know the reasons why some people retire, retire and then get another job. It's like, it's like, Oh, keep busy. Don't worry. I'm good. It's like, Oh, well, I still need the money. It's like, I guess I'll keep working. If I, like, that's the thing is if I'm, if I'm ready to retire, but I, I can't afford to not work, then that doesn't, doesn't that sound like not retirement? Yes. Yeah. Like isn't retirement supposed to be that you can stop working and not work anymore? Yeah. Like, why would I stop working to work? That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> um, the health insurance is a thing. I know that's a thing. Yeah. But that's why, like, you just have to wait so you can go on Medicare. I know, but sometimes you got to wait, like, a long time. Was it 65, 67? 65, yeah, I think. So it's like if you're fiscally ready to retire, but you got no health insurance, it's like, fuck. Yeah. Well, that's what happened to my uncle. My uncle was a, he worked in the post office. He retired at like 58. And then he went and go got a full, he got a full-time job as a fucking janitor. But like he For got health a, insurance. Yeah. He just got a full-time job. He was like, it's great. I sweep floors. I clean, I mop. It was, I don't have to think. It was, well, it's so great. That's what, well, that's what my, my father wants to go cut grass. Yeah. At a golf course because he can do it early in the morning. He doesn't have to talk to anyone. Right. Right. Um, but so like put it to you this way. If I was, if I like literally retired from one job and then went to work another job for the health insurance, I wouldn't call myself retired. Right. Like that doesn't make any sense. It's like, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm retired. It's like, oh, well, uh, what, like, how's retired life? It's like, oh, well, I still work, you know, four days a week. I'm like, that's not retirement. Yeah. You're working four days. Yeah. Like, if you're working four days a week, like, that better be, like, four-hour shifts. I mean, like, some of the old guys that I worked at at the liquor store, like, yeah. they were retired, but, like, they worked at the liquor store maybe three or four days a week, but it was, like, a four-hour shift or a six-hour shift. Like, it wasn't anything. Like, they would come in at 8, and they would be out by 12. Like, they would work Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 8 to 12, and that's it. Yeah. Like, they would. So, that for sure would not be me. Yeah. No fucking way. Because there used to be the guys that stopped and shop that would do it, too. It's like, they still back. It's like, oh, you know, you know, I like, uh, you know, you get to see people and talk to people, and I'm like, No. I'm good. No, <laughs> no, no fucking way. Yeah. Absolutely not. Not a chance. And I had a little, little bit of a glimpse of it outside of having to get back here for Leo on Friday. It was like I woke up early-ish, took him for a walk, brought him home, threw him in the crate, went to the golf course, warmed up, played 18, grabbed food on my way out, Came back home. Then me and him went to Petco. It's like, then by the time I got home from Petco, it was like almost like dinner time. I'm like, I could easily fucking keep busy. Oh, yeah. Every day. And 
I just, I don't like, why the fuck would you bag groceries? Because you like to see people <laughs> like that is retarded. That's that is stupid. absolutely retarded. It is a hundred percent. So I don't know. I got a glimpse of it on Friday and I'm pretty sure I would fucking thrive in that situation. Yeah. Cause then like, would, you would not catch me. You can go do job. shit too. Right. Like you can, you can drive the three hours to Truro to go play golf in Truro and then drive the three hours back. It's like, what the fuck else are you going to do? You're old, right? So you're probably going to be awake at four 30 in the morning. So you might as well leave the house at five for Get there at, you know, eight for a nine o'clock tea time, warm up again. Cause you're old. So it takes you an hour, go play 18. You're done by one o'clock. You go get in the car, drive home. You're home by four. And then you're ready for bed by 730. Because again, you're old. And yeah. it's like, that seems amazing to me. Like, I can't wait to be fucking 70 and like not do anything. <laughs> I know. I just like it. It, it just. But blows. still do something. You know what I mean? Like to not do anything, but still be busy and doing something. Like it just, it just blows my mind that like some of the guys at the golf course. So like, if you don't like golf, I guess it gets a little bit harder, but. Right. Like the guys at the golf course will still like work or whatever. And it's like, oh, I got to play early today. I got to go. I got to work in this afternoon. It's like, why? Yeah. Like, really, if you if you like warm up, like warm up practice for half an hour, you play in 415. So we're talking about five ish hours. Plus whatever time it takes you to drive there. And then if you like get food, whatever, six, six hours now. Yeah. Plus commuting time. It's like. That's a full that day. Is, that is a that is plenty of time. What else do you need to do? Yeah. The answer to that is nothing. I would fucking <laughs> not. Absolutely not. Yeah. And that's the thing with me is I'm either not retired or I'm retiring and I'm not fucking doing it halfway. Right. Because right. I assure you, when I am retired, I'm not running around like a dickhead all the time. Yeah. Well, you know, depending on how the fucking world goes, like there, people are saying like our generation probably isn't going to be able to retire anyway. Like we might not be able to retire until we're like fucking 70. What the fuck does that mean? It's because uh, social security is going to run out. Okay. So there's not enough like social security income to be retired and just collect on top of your own retirement. So like if you can save enough money for retirement that you don't need to rely on social security, then you're fucking good. But like a lot of people just do both, right? Like it's free money. Literally. Yeah, why like, would I, why would you decline free money? Yeah. I'm not going to decline free money. Yeah. But I'm also not sitting here relying on the fucking useless government. Right. No, exactly. Like, like, like what you're going to trust them to take care of you. Well, part of it too. So part of that statement is that one, the first half is that social security is supposed to like fucking run out or whatever. Um, and then the second half is that our generation has been fucking uh, as a general rule has been dog shit when it comes to retirement. Like most people our age either don't have a retirement plan or, you know, fucking it's, it's basically doesn't exist. Hate to see it, I guess. Yeah. I saw something. I think it was on Twitter. I think it was Uberfax on Twitter. And I'm making up the numbers off the top of my head, but it's somewhat close. I think it was like, like 
57% of people aged 25 to 40, I think it was, um, have searched for a vacation in the last six months, but only like 21% of people in the same age range have searched anything about retirement. Yeah, they need their vacations. They've earned it. Yeah, yeah, they work hard. They're like teachers. They're heroes, especially if they're teachers. That's, yeah. But yeah, it was some, it was some statistic, some similar statistic to that, where like more people spend time searching vacations than they do researching about retirement. Yeah, they'll just do it later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm only 30. Why do I need to worry about retirement? It's like, you're dumb. You're so dumb. I wish I, so I started early. I, I think I started when I was 25 and I wish I started sooner. Cause when I was 22, I think I've said this before. Um, but when I was 22, I was working as a personal trainer at fitness together. And I had a client that was like a financial advisor or whatever. And he was like, Oh, what are you doing for your retirement plan? You know, cause you just talk when you're personal yeah. training. And, uh, and I was like, I don't have one. I'm 22. And he was like, you should start one now. And I go, yeah, do I really need one though? And he goes, yeah, you do. He goes, if you start one now versus when you start one at 30, like that eight years can come out. I forget what he's probably said, like a million dollars or something like that. It's a difference. And I go, wow, that's really good. I should start one. And then I never did because I was 22 and stupid. Um, but I think I did eventually start when I was in, when I was like 25. So I don't know when I started, but I need to do more. Yeah. I would like to do more. I just can't afford to do more right now. <laughs> yeah. But I'm even talking like 50 bucks out of a paycheck or something. Oh yeah. I do 75, 75 a paycheck. I don't know. I move money all over the place, but I need, I like, I don't have just even, even just like a regular IRA. I don't even have one of those. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause you, well, what do you mean? Your job doesn't sponsor you a 401k. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, if actually, you, I actually if asked you someone did that, like, doesn't make any sense. I was going to say like, is there any tax benefit there? Like for you to like not hide money, but like for you to move money into a retirement account via the business, like would it change? There, need, there needs there needs to be money to hide. Okay. All so right. if there's if there's no money to hide, then there's nothing to do. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But yeah, and then it also gets a little squirrely because it's a partnership. It's not a. Sole, yeah. You're not the sole It's all going to be equal. It's all going to be equal. And then even our accountant was saying, he was like. He goes, yeah, he goes, doing that stuff pre-tax doesn't, I guess if like, I'm trying to reason in my head right now, but he said it's better to do it post yeah, than pre. And I assume that's because if you take post-tax dollars, post-tax dollars and invest them, that money's already been taxed. So you don't get taxed when it comes back out. Right. You would so, theoretically pay more taxes on by pre-tax money pre-tax. That, that goes in. Yeah. So because that's that why, money is going to accumulate and get more. So you would pay more in taxes. Yeah. So what it would, so I think the way that that went was 
if you draw it and pay taxes on it. Like, let's just say me and him wanted to wanted to invest ten thousand uh, dollars at the end of twenty twenty two. So instead of taking twenty k off the business and doing all the taxes that way, draw the ten k, pay the taxes individually, and then invest it. Um, he said the math works out better for that, but that's only because I'm self employed. Right. Right. For most people. It works in their favor, I think. Yeah. I actually don't really know. Yeah, that's why people say that the Roth IRA is preferred because the Roth IRA is post-tax dollars and you don't take a tax deduction. Correct. It's not deductible. And then when you withdraw it- But your money is your money. Like- the money that you see in the account when you retire at, you know, or when you become eligible to draw at 65 is the money that's there, right? Like if you have a traditional IRA and you have a million dollars and you withdraw it, you really only have 750,000. Yeah. You get taxed on the million. But if you have a million in the Roth, that's That's a million, that's a million dollars. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, what is my final thought going to be? Oh, I got one. Um, have you been watching She-Hulk? No, I was waiting for them all to come out. Okay. Um, are they all out? No. Okay. Not yet. I think there's four of them that are out. Um, it's not great. It doesn't suck, right? It's not like, it's not bad, but it's a little, um, I don't know, it's a little gimmicky. Um, I feel like I was too early in my Marvel prediction, uh, because when I was saying, I was talking about, you know, the Shang-Chi, like right around then when I was like famously, you know, or or infamously, oh, Shang-Chi, that's going to fucking suck. It doesn't have anything to do. Shang-Chi was probably one of the best movies of all fucking 30 Marvels that have come out. I would put Shang-Chi in the top five easily. Um, just a great fucking movie. But then the Eternals was kind of like, it wasn't awesome. Again, I wouldn't say it sucked, but it wasn't, it wasn't good. I was below average. I would say, um, like, again, I don't, I'm just assuming say there's 30. I don't know how many movies there actually are, but the Eternals is in the bottom 15 of, of the 30 Marvel movies. Um, And then, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness came out. Eh, left a little bit to be desired. That's probably also in the bottom 15 of the 30 movies. Uh, it's in the bottom half. And then Miss Marvel came out and Amy and I bailed on the show after the first episode. I think we watched one episode. It was like, this is stupid. I don't want to watch this. So we just never even watched Miss Marvel. Um, and then now we have She-Hulk and it's like, Mm, it's not great. Like I said, it's, it's not, it's below average. Uh, it's not bad, but it's not good. Um, it's just, it's, it's just weird. It's, it's gimmicky. It's, it's fucking, they tried to do too much with it. I think, um, like they try and make it almost like a little bit like the office, like parks and rec, 
when like people turn to the camera you know what i mean or like oh there's a lot of stuff where where the main main like she hulk the character will like turn and like break the fourth wall and just like talk to the audience and it's like okay whatever like i get it we've we've seen this before but like you're not doing it that good um so I think I think Marvel Marvel's starting to do the downturn. I think I was just six months too soon. I think we're in the down we're in the downswing because the other thing of that is Amy and I just watched Thor: Love and Thunder last night, and um, that also wasn't good. I didn't think it was a good movie. It was so. Have you ever watched any of Taika Waititi's other stuff? No. So I feel like Thor Ragnarok, when it came out, it kind of saved Marvel, right? Because the movies were kind of a little weird. Like Thor 2 was not that good. Like Iron Man 3 was like, ah, okay, we're getting a little stale here. And I then- think it's, it saved Thor and opened a door for a little for bit of comedy. different humor, whatever, because yeah. Winter Soldier was still good. Yes. Um, Civil War is fine. I, I don't know why people don't like Civil War. I don't know. I thought it. Yeah, I, thought I think was, I thought Civil War was. Is I good. thought it was pretty good. I enjoy it. It's probably in my top 10. Um, I'm trying to think. Ultron. Yeah, Ultron was a little weak. Yeah. Like Black Panther was good. Yep, Black Panther was really good. But yeah, so so Ragnarok kind of opened the door and like bloomed this like new thing, right? So what I feel like what happened was um in Ragnarok a Marvel it was a Marvel movie that was directed by Taika Waititi. And Thor Love and Thunder was a Taika Waititi movie that happened to be about Thor in Marvel. Um, Cause I, like I said, I've seen some of his other stuff and it was very much like it was, it was almost like Ragnarok did so well that like Kevin Feige turned around and was like, okay, Taika, like you just do your thing with this. You know what? Like, I feel like they had the reins in on him a little bit for Ragnarok and then they realized it was okay that it did really well and they were like, cool, man. Like, let's just let you do your own thing. Um, and Thor Love and Thunder was, it was very much a, a Taika Waititi movie where it was like comedy where it didn't need to be. And like this like weird, like tried to be funny in spots that it doesn't, you don't need humor, right? It's forced humor, which in sometimes can actually be funny. Like forced humor can be funny in like a roundabout way. But like it was too much of it. Um, Christian Bale was great as the villain. I always like Christian Bale is just a phenomenal fucking actor. Um, but it was weird. It felt a little disconnected because of the forced comedy, right? Like when the times were being serious, it was almost like I was sitting there waiting for like, some stupid comedy thing to like break up the seriousness, right? We're like, oh, here we go. Like even, this isn't a spoiler, but when they were fighting, right? 
like when Thor was fighting Christian Bale, he said something and it was like, do whatever. And Thor goes, I'll do that when you go to the dentist. Cause he's got like fucking weird teeth. And it's like, you're in the middle of a battle scene right now. Like this, this is like the action part. And you like had to force that line in, right? Like you had to be like, Oh yeah. Oh, 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 oh yeah. When you go to the dentist, it's like, all right, man. Like I didn't need that. You know, it's just, and maybe I'm being nitpicky. Maybe I'm being an asshole, which I probably am, but I didn't think it was that good. Yeah. And I, I think what's going to end up happening with that movie is it's going to sort of stand alone because none of this is confirmed, denied. So if you don't want to hear it, stop listening. But they've even talked about how he, pro- well, so he probably had free reign because I saw something about how it's not really in the Marvel plans to introduce the Greek gods yet. He did. Yeah. And like introducing Hercules and the Zeus was really bad. That was dumb. Russell Crowe was awful as Zeus. Well, I like, just, th- I think the like character, de- the character development didn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then having Hercules and whatever, the mid credits, post credits don't matter. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if he, so I think he did that on his own. Yeah. Cause there's no Hercules movie or series that's planned. Well, there's also, I mean, they introduce characters. So this is one of the pet peeves I've had is they introduce characters without necessarily a, um, yeah. Like, um, what's his name? Scott Walker, agent fucking America, whatever the fuck his name was. Oh, John Walker. Yeah. yeah but I think he's coming. I think he is coming back. Like they have a plan for him. Well, we is he think, part of the Thunderbolts? I think so. Yeah. The, the woman at the end of Dr. Strange, Shelly's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shelly's like, the, who the fuck is she? Right. Right. And then it's like, okay. So then in, also in Doctor Strange, like the Illuminati. Yeah. Like the Illuminati was just a group of superheroes. And it's like, it was John Krasinski. Um, they brought back uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah. As Professor X. But and it's like Monica Rambo. Like we, like she'll be back. We know that, I think. Yeah. Monica, Maria. I don't know which one it was now. Monica Maria is the mom. Oh, she dead. She's supposed to be dead, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even remember. No, it was Maria. Yeah, it's Monica, the mother. Monica was in WandaVision. Maria yeah. was the mom. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's just like they introduced all that. It's like they just kind of it just feels like they've introduced a lot. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess with again, I mean, internet rumors are internet rumors. I guess take a YTD just did all that. And it's like, there's no plans to bring in the Greek gods or Hercules. Yeah. But he introduced them. So it's like this. I think, I think when you look back, this movie is going to more or less be a punt. Yeah. Cause what, what is there to take away from it? Nothing, nothing. So, yeah. Like it didn't advance the storyline in any way. No, 
unless, unless the Greek gods are now in play, but if they're not going to be in play, then nothing happened. Right. There were Which a is, few like Easter eggs in it that I noticed when I was watching, like the celestials were in it. Um, when? The, when, when Thor busted out the window after when he fought the Greek, when he fought, when he killed Zeus or no, actually he didn't kill Zeus, but when he fucked up Zeus um, and the, the window blew open, there were two celestials sitting outside, like looking in to um, like omniscient omniscient land or whatever omnipotent whatever. land wherever the fuck it was called. i'd have to watch it again i saw it when it came out yeah there yeah, was uh the watcher was there in like the final battle when they're in like that hallway the other stupid thing about it and amy said this was now thor can just like give his power to people when he like gave his power to the kids and the kids like fought all the shadow monsters or whatever. So like in that yeah, but what, final they, battle scene, but weren't they as guardians? No, not all of them. Wasn't one of them Heimdall's kid. One of them was. Yeah. But they're not all as guardians. Yeah. And it's hard to say it's a leap to say that they're all <clears throat> worthy. Yeah. But in that scene, like when they were fighting in there, there was a statue in the background and it was of the watcher from the uh, what if cartoon series. So like there were some little things here and there. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I just don't know that Thor love and thunder advanced the storyline at all. And as a standalone movie, it was lackluster. Yeah, I agree. And she Hulk is also not that great either. So we're in the Marvel downturn. (laughs) That's my final thought. What's coming out next. Um, I don't know, probably a really good movie. Oh, say it's gonna be nails because <laughs> yeah. you, you've predicted the downturn again. Yeah, I have no idea. Marvel, it's not that uh, important. It's not that important. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that is it for us. Uh, so thanks for watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, like, rate, subscribe, thumbs up, share, tell everybody you know. Uh, same thing, audio only. Uh, five stars on Spotify and iTunes if you can. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod. We're on Twitter at Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Facebook page is Sarcasm Speaks. Uh, the website, sarcasmspeaks.com. Thank you to mybookie.com. Use the promo code SarcasmPod when you sign up. Double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. Also, thank you to grillyourassoff.com. Use the same promo code SarcasmPod when you check out to get 10% off your entire order. Every single time, multiple use coupon over there. Sarcasm pod, grillyourassoff.com. Great stuff. I use them today when I made the brisket. So uh, until next time, good night, everybody.